I V M. In 1990, Son Tara fell in love with Amar Singh, and they eloped. But within a year, six members of Amar Singh's family were shot dead in cold-blooded murder. Need I add by Son Tara's family? Whoa! इश्क पर जोर नहीं है वो आतिश गालिब की लगाए ना लगे और बुझाए ना बने सो इजी फॉर मिर्जा गालिब टू से बट द स्पीड ऑफ ऑनर किलिंग्स इन आर कंट्री टेल्स अस हाउ फार द आइडिया ऑफ कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनलिज्म रियली नीड्स टू ट्रैवल फर्दर इन टू आर होम्स एंड दैट इफ द स्टेट हैज ग्रांटेड अस freedom and liberty why can't our families what's wrong with our families yaar welcome to the show the longest constitution and we are talking about freedom constitutional freedom marriage and love and the special marriage act 1954 specifically in the last episode we saw how the constitution is a measuring tape and our religions often don't measure up so why not ditch it entirely what if you want to marry without converting or without being bound by the religious marriage laws which regulate you phir kya not to worry our legislators are a very thoughtful set of people and the special marriage act 1954 is what we are looking at today and is the only law which allows people of different religions believes to have a civil registered marriage in india i'm suspicious of something that sounds this reasonable and so secular but as many people have discovered it's a trap and some have walked right into it and some have kept out so let's look at those who walked in to discover that section 5 of the act requires you to give a notice of the intended marriage 30 days in advance and then this notice that you want to marry is put in the marriage notice book and made public it's kept in a conspicuous place and the word conspicuous has been liberally interpreted to mean mailing letters to parents putting this information in the newspaper putting a notice on the sho wall hello these guys are adults why tell their parents if they don't want to tell their own parents in 2018 someone had this bright genius idea hey let's put this information online on a website so that nosy parkers could then sit at home at leisure browse the website and look at which madly in love couple is mad enough to use the special marriage act so this law allows sensitive private information to be put in the public domain and 30 days is a lot of time because it allows families to buy and sharpen knives hire henchmen plan journeys to go around killing the prospective bride and groom in this honeymoon period of 30 days and that kind of defeats the purpose of two people wanting to marry who precisely don't want to invoke or involve their religion or community or families section 5 and 6 of the special marriage act are a problem because by design the marriage is open it's open to be obstructed to and what is so objectionable about these sections is that it allows people to object not just your parents literally anyone a stranger a neighbor a mama a chacha and finally under section 7 if someone anyone does object the marriage officer has to investigate the objection and can delay the registration from taking place i mean that's like posting your wedding invitation on twitter and begging asking people soliciting people does anyone have anything to say please do because we are listening to your useless while objections 
because your wretched and toxic intervention is so valuable to us so the law obliges you to invite trolls to your wedding that's crazy which makes the special marriage act sound like a special punishment for those who cross the line and all this before one even actually gets married that sounds exhausting and this has amounted to a loss of privacy to begin with honor killings and in certain cases gang rape in one case the judge observed that this unwarranted disclosure of matrimonial plans jeopardizes the marriage itself and endangers the life or limb due to parental interference parental interference judges words not mine honor killings aren't honorable and need to be called cold blooded murder instead so anyway on this podcast you now know that i will inflict a little bit of history on you and that historical fascinating tidbit is that this law originally was drafted by sir henry main in 1872 okay so the british did that all the time what's the big deal okay here is the big deal it was based on a petition made by an indian rather a group of indians led by keshab chandra sen who wanted such a law for people who wanted to marry without the codes of religion and this was in 1869 and i don't think much has changed because even today in india marriage doesn't mean consenting adults in india it still means consenting families and all this in our great indian culture where love wasn't always arranged for some reason sanskriti and rivas are always brought up to object when one does what one wants to do and for all that talk Some of our great love stories Parvati and Shiva are in fact about free love and even though Parvati's father wasn't cool about his daughter marrying this bhang consuming this matted hair rockstar kind of a person living on a mountain he didn't exactly disrupt the wedding or in Sanskrit literature the story of Shakuntala is about Gandharva Viva that's love marriage where Shakuntala marries the prince with just a ring Okay so it's a different problem that Shakuntala bathes in a river loses the ring and the prince has memory loss and can't remember her but that's not the problem or the point here but forgetting that one turns to a major at age 18 is parents families really back off please So when Abhishek Kumar Pandey wanted to marry Safia Sultana in UP last year rather than marry under the SMA Safia converted to Hinduism to marry the love of her life but how far away from one's family can one run Safia's father locked her up and i guess that's better than being hacked to death so fathers and mothers treat their children as children until Safia Sultana filed the writ of habeas corpus through her husband against her illegal confinement now that aside this year nandini praveen in a pil has challenged these sections of the law on the grounds of violating privacy but in court what did chief justice of india bobri ask imagine if children want to run away to get married how will the parents know about the whereabouts of their children so asked justice bobre now one isn't a child at 18 that's called being an adult and when i last checked it was legal 
Justice Bobre doesn't seem to comprehend the nuances of privacy and consent generally in life. He seems to have forgotten that in 2017, the court in Asha Ranjan v. State of Bihar ruled the choice of a woman in choosing her partner in life is a legitimate constitutional right recognized in the constitution under Article 19. Anyway, what happened to Abhishek and Safiya? When asked in court why they didn't marry under the Special Marriage Act, this young couple said that they were scared. They were scared of using the law because the law meant a loss of privacy and meant living in fear. In a refreshing judgment in Safiya Sultana versus State of UP 2020, the Allahabad High Court said that Section 5 is optional and that the publication of that information is not mandatory. Woohoo, that's a great start, but it could be overruled. And while we fall in love and want to marry, what about those whom none of our marriage laws recognize explicitly yet? Same-sex marriages. In the next episode, we will look at gender, the constitution and marriage and look at the small but steady steps towards that. Did you like the show? I have a feeling you did. Spread the word, share this podcast and this time with your parents. 